We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 9th, 2019. Uh, today, just trying to get through as many of the breaking current events as possible. Uh, just as an update, the first report is prepare for a huge death toll in Bahamas, dead bodies in the streets in churches everywhere. The Bahamas death toll from Hurricane Dorian is, is likely to soar. The health minister warns the public needs to be to prepare for unimaginable information about the death toll and human suffering. Now, the last time I heard, you, you know, it, it's always this way with these natural disasters and hurricanes. Death tolls that are that are such, they're laughable, what they typically give out. The last time I had heard, I don't know, it was 20 or 30. Now, maybe they're, they're admitting to more now. I don't know. But uh, it's not even remotely where the death toll actually is. The Bahamas health minister, Dr. Dwayne Sands, uh, said it's going to be huge referring to the death toll. We have four morticians in Abaco embalming because we have run out of coolers to store dead bodies. These are all quotes from him. Uh, literally hundreds up to thousands of people are still missing. So thousands of people are still missing. Said Joy Jubrierly, Director General of the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism. Adrian Farrington, a 38-year-old Abaco father, watched a powerful storm surge swallow his young son. Uh, and then they give the account of that. I don't even want to read it. It's horrible. One resident of Abaco who is still there gives this report. Plenty of deaths, unreal, dead bodies in the streets, in churches, everywhere. People going crazy, rationing of food and water. There are so many dead bodies, they have resorted to throwing them on flatbed trucks out in the open to haul them away. And there was a picture, actually, this is from Hal Turner, of one of those flatbed trucks with dead bodies on it. And, um, but I'm not reposting it. You can, If you do want to see it, you can click on the link here. But uh, it's, it's just totally, totally not even re remotely accurate the death toll is coming out of there and again dorian engineered storm by design on purpose uh evidently there was like a danish i believe and a chinese port there as well and they're theorizing that it may have been um guys on our or people on our regarding america the ones that arranged to have the hurricane just churning over that area for such a long period of time without it even really moving which is you know incredibly highly unusual and you know that's just the beginning of all the anomalies regarding that hurricane uh next report here harpa amazon echo and apple would flag neuropsychiatric violence and trump loves it the trump administration is considering a proposal that would use google amazon and apple to collect data on users who exhibit characteristics, what they deem as characteristics of mental illness, that could lead to be violent behavior. The Washington Post reported Thursday the proposal is part of an initiative to create a health advanced research project, projects agency, also known as HARPA, which would be located inside the Health and Human Services Department, citing sources inside the administration. The new agency would have a separate budget and the president would be responsible for appointing its director. Harpa would take after the Satanic Defense Advanced Research uh, Projects Agency, or DARPA, which serves as the research arm for the Pentagon. Harpa would develop a breakthrough, would develop breakthrough technologies with high specificity and sensitivity for early diagnosis 
of neuropsychiatric violence, according to a copy of the proposal. A multimodality solution, along with real-time data analytics, is needed to achieve such accurate diagnosis. The document lists several technologies that could be employed to help collect information, including Apple Watches, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. I would imagine Alexa. Jeffrey Ling, the lead scientific advisor on HARPA, told reporters Thursday the plan would require enormous amounts of data and scientific rigor. Oh boy, neato, big, big words to make it seem all official and it's got to be real and it's got to be valid. The White House declined to provide the Caller News Foundation with a statement, but sources told Washington Post that Trump has reacted very positively to the proposal. Oh yeah. These are all lead reports on Drudge this week. A social credit score to determine who can buy a gun. The Trump administration is considering launching a social credit course, social credit score style system in coordination with big tech that would use spy data collected from Amazon, Google, and Apple devices to determine whether or not an individual can actually own a gun at this point. The proposal is part of the initiative to create HARPA, which would be located inside the Health and Human Services. In other words, data collected from devices that spy on private conversations and closely monitor user behavior would be used to strip Americans of their fundamental rights with no due process. The full scope of the program is chilling and would provide big tech with an easy excuse to formally impose the total neurosurveillance of citizens via their smartphone and home assistance devices, something that has already been occurring serendipitously for years now I, i've been warning about all of this stuff i'm always emphasizing and have for years to go as old school and as low tech as you can get away with in your life i don't have a smartphone i don't i try to avoid as much of this stuff as i possibly can now i know i'm not avoiding it at all obviously but i mean with a laptop and these types of things but i've tried to practice what i've preached regarding this you know and um, <clears throat> it, it's, it's all coming to pass. Everything that I've been warning about for years about, you know, being on social media and staying away from Apple and, you know, all of it's coming to pass. All the chickens are coming home to roost as, as we've predicted that this was all data mining from the very beginning. That's why these programs were developed. And now all that data is going to be used against the, the patriot community in particular especially you know pro second amendment type people you know that's who i really believe they would come after first uh one wonders if trump has any idea of the slippery slope this would entail oh he 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 fully well knows and loves every second of it or whether he was sold on the idea because right on cue ivanka cried evidently ivanka cried during this presentation i don't know the proposal bears some similarities to the communist China's social credit score system where citizens' behavior is tightly surveilled and then met with rewards or punishments. Yeah, that's where we're moving to, unfortunately. As we reported last month, the Chinese government bragged about preventing 2.5 million discredited... They call them discredited entities. That's how they refer to their, their non-brown shirt, non-big brother loving citizens as discredited entities from it's it's like satan giving us a morality lesson don't you love it when satan gives you a morality lesson well that's what you know it's like china calling their own citizens that haven't towed the line and been good little brown shirt nazis discredited entities 
they um, prevented 2.5 million discredited entities from, per and that's a quote, discredited, from purchasing plane tickets and 90,000 people from buying high-speed train tickets in the month of July alone. I've played you the videos on it. It's what's coming here. In fact, the next video, China's draconian social credit system is coming to America. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Nobody does authoritarianism quite like China. By 2020, every citizen will have a social credit score that will go up and down based on their personal behavior. Behavior leading to a deduction in credit will include jaywalking. They're showing actual footage from China where people are on monitors, the guys attempting to jaywalk, and it says you are illegally crossing the road. Stand back. And they're doing facial recognition on the guy at the same time, and he looks like you know he does not look Chinese in any way, shape, or form. So he's probably he's probably doesn't understand how draconian they are. Bad driving, smoking on trains. Dear passengers, people who travel without tickets or behave disorderly are smoking public areas will be punished according to regulations, and the behavior will be recorded in the individual credit information. So, if you are not hearing this, and the behavior will be recorded in the individual credit information system. So, if you smoke or you behave what they deem as badly. So, in other words, you just better be a good little brown shirt, Nazi, and stay in line, don't get out of line, and do as you're told, and shut up and let Big Brother, you know, annihilate you and control you and dominate you. To avoid any negative record of personal credit, please follow the relevant regulations. Buying too many video games, buying too much junk food, buying too much alcohol, calling a friend who has a low credit score, merely having a friend online who has a low credit score, <laughs> hosting fake news. So you can't even associate with somebody that has a, a low credit score, hasn't been, you know, fully in compliance with the uh, totalitarian dictatorship of China online criticizing the government visiting unauthorized websites walking a dog without a leash letting your dog bark too much at least in 1984 winston smith could take a train to temporarily escape the surveillance state that he labored under in china low-ranked citizens will be prevented from taking buses planes and trains so right now my ability to travel is limited i can't book high-speed trains or flights this is a Chinese citizen talking. They're showing him, I'll show you. We use this app to book tickets. He's being interviewed in his apartment, say from this place to this place in China. And let's try to book a ticket for the next few days. And he's showing him on his phone what is happening in real time. It says it failed to make a booking. I think I've played this video before. That my access to high-speed rail is legally restricted. It's showing him on his phone. That's reserved for members of So this time. is the black mirror. The black mirror that show that shows this just horrid, dystopian, big brother future. And they're showing this exact same dynamic on the black mirror of what happened to this lady. I'm just gonna kinda back this up a little bit so you can kinda hear the clip better. That before. 
That's reserved for members of our prime flight program. You gotta be a 4.2 or over to qualify. Oh, I'm, I'm a 4.2. <laughs> I'm afraid. So you have to be a 4.2, meaning, meaning your, your um, little Nazi uh, rating has to be, it's probably 4.2 out of 5, has to be 4.2 in order to qualify to go or whatever. And she's like, no, you're actually not a 4.2. Actually, a 4.183. Well, that's not my fault. Um, some woman dinged me down in the cab driver. Can't you just... I'm sorry, I won't... So some woman dinged her down. And they, so, in other words, a cab driver that picked her up uh, didn't like the way that she acted or whatever in the cab. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you didn't give her enough of a tip. I don't know. So she... It really wouldn't matter. All She could just hate her guts for being... Looking a certain way or whatever. And so she got dinged down because the cab driver rated her bad so now her whole life is just you know totally messed up because of that one thing and this is the dystopian world that we're moving into ranking. 6.7 million chinese people have already been prevented from buying air and train tickets and the system hasn't even been properly rolled out yet. The punishments for citizens whose credit score sinks too low are limited only by the imagination. Renting a house, getting a loan, booking a hotel, filling up a car with petrol, all will be restricted. I can't buy property. My child can't go to private school, he says. You feel like you're being controlled by the list all the time. Good behavior will also be rewarded by green channel benefits, free perks, discounted loans, fast-tracked visa university and job applications, VIP airport access, faster internet speeds. Dating websites are even offering users with high credit scores better visibility on Tinder-style apps. The loyal informant will be well taken care of. <laughs> and the entire system will be overseen by an estimated 400 million surveillance cameras with facial recognition software. Cameras record them going through intersections, zero in on their face, and then publicly shame them on nearby video screens. And it will eventually encompass real-time geolocation tracking of citizens via their cell phone. Overall credit scores... And then the mark of the beast, once the cell phone moves into the right hand or the forehead. Because, I mean, ultimately, that's what most likely we're going to have. It's some type of scenario like... I'm not saying the mark of the beast is a cell phone, but I'm saying that ultimately, they're going to be neural implants at bare minimum, and then the mark of the beast is going to come into play up and down in real time based on a person's behavior but it can also be affected by the people they associate with two starts two stars wasn't a meaningful encounter everyone is a little bit heightened so i guess she's going back to the cab driver and saying two stars and he says well it wasn't a meaningful encounter so i guess that's why she got dinged down and that's the black mirror episode so it, it's just it's absolute total insanity false because everyone's terrified of being marked down because the consequences of that are unpleasant so it's basically the world we live in and all this will eventually be unified in a centralized database in the words of the chinese government if trust is broken in one place restrictions are imposed everywhere they literally say that those deemed untrustworthy will be quote unable to move even a single step when you ask Chinese so that was the Chinese let me hold on let, let me let me play that um he says if people break their pro this is some Chinese little devil um official talking our goal is to ensure that if people keep their promises they can go anywhere in the world 
if people break their promises, they won't be able to move an inch. That's the goal, you know, and they determine what is, is a broken promise. Satan determines that. When you ask Chinese people about social credit, most of them say it's great. Gee, I wonder why. Right. I think it's a good thing, this woman yeah. said. It makes people more honest. Yeah, they're terrified of saying anything different, but yes, uh, most of them are totally 100% brainwashed. I think I think there should be more systems like this. It says the, the, the brainwashed lemming, you know, that it's just unbelievable. Could it be because under that very same social credit system, they will be punished for criticizing the social credit system. Right. But social credit isn't just about behaving yourself. It's about marshalling the behavior of others, the prisoners guarding the other prisoners. The Chinese government yes. just doubled the reward for report. So China offers $86,000 worth for snitching on porn, incentivizing neighbors to snitch on neighbors, co-workers to snitch on co-workers, and family members to snitch on family members has been a hallmark of the communist rule since the rise of Stalin. And again, this is all coming to America. Now the Chinese communist party, it's already here really, but, and is using these age-old techniques to root out a popular blemish on the Chinese society pornography. I'm not, saying, illegal I'm not saying pornography is good, okay? It's just that this is, I mean, $86,000 award for snitching on porn. ...of pornography. I'm not going to work today, wrote one potential porn buster on Weibo. I'll look everywhere for material so I can report anyone who I find disagreeable. Oh, wow. There's money to be made in reporting, so what am I doing working myself to death? China already has a spy program to rival the East German Stasi. In one area of Beijing alone, Chaoyang, there are around 120,000 paid informants in operation. Once social credit kicks into high gear, so many more thought criminals will be detected that all those Uyghur Muslims in Chinese re-education camps are going to have a lot more company. Well, there's, a, there's, there's Muslims, there's Christians, there's Falun Gong. There, I, I'm not going to, you know, the poor, the poor Muslims, are way, there's a lot of people in concentration camps in China, re-education camps. The Uyghur minority is already forced to download an app that reports their entire browsing history and real-time location to authorities. Now that same system will be extended to all Chinese citizens. But who cares about what's happening in China, right? I mean, it's not like they're selling the same technology to be used in the West, is it? Think that a social credit score could never happen over here? Well, think again, because it already is. Thanks to Silicon Valley, people are already losing their public square platforms for voicing dissenting opinions. People's trustworthiness is already being ranked by social media giants, depending on what links they post. People are already being refused bank accounts, e-commerce, and the ability to raise money for expressing controversial ideas. Isn't Silicon Valley basically doing this anyway? They've started to kick people off. If people have the wrong political views here in the United States of all places, they can get kicked off payment processors. Nope, you can't do e-commerce. Nope, we're not going to host your website. Nope, you can't have social media. No, you can't use our email service. No, you can't have a blog. It doesn't even have to be on-site behavior. No, you can't have a Twitter because you said something we don't like on YouTube. No, you can't have a Google account because you're too edgy. Your Facebook posts prove it. He'd cuss there, so... The amount of power, the amount of centrality, by the way, in Silicon Valley is is more than that of China. Now Democratic right. 2020 candidate Andrew Yang wants a social credit style system introduced in America. Just imagine going to buy groceries with your credit card 
And then because someone in an office somewhere in San Francisco deemed something you posted on the internet to be hateful, your transaction is declined. I mean, forget even trying to pay. Your implantable microchip will be blocked, so you won't even be able to enter the shop. That's our collective future. Entire organizations funded by government are devoted to identifying and destroying people's careers for the crime of wrong thing. People are being disowned by their own family members and ostracized from society merely for being conservatives. I mean, why blame China? All they're doing is formalizing and systemizing what's already in existence in the West through mob outrage culture and public shaming. We're already living under social credit score light. And while the Western media lambasts China for their social credit score, they simultaneously cheerlead and lobby for an almost identical system in their own backyard. No, it's not just wrong when they do it. It's wrong when it happens here. And whether it's giant corporations or government orchestrating it all, it makes no difference. So we have that bit of insanity, uh, which relates to this next report. When genocide visits Hong Kong, at least they will die on their feet, unlike most Americans. This is from Dave Hodges. This just came out. Uh, the people of Hong Kong are fanatically obsessed with obtaining personal freedom in the face of the most tyrannical and evil government on the face of the earth, China. In a few months, many of these people will be dead, and there seems to be a passive acceptance of their fate. But the obvious holocaust that is right around the corner is not discouraging these people from engaging in a very dangerous course of action that they have embarked on. The phrase, give me liberty or give me death, could never be more appropriately applied to the brave people of Hong Kong. China made a horrible mistake. They allowed the people of Hong Kong to communicate with each other via the internet and make various, in their various intranets. This allowed the people to share ideas related to freedom. They are championing our Bill of Rights, meaning America's Bill of Rights, and this is why they're waving American flags in the streets. They have the illusion that America is still a free country, and they want to be just, just like us. Americans are their role models. If only they really knew the truth. Most Americans, and I'm not talking about my listeners, but people in general. Most Americans, and again, this is Dave Hodges writing this. Most Americans are soft. Most Americans are lazy and are given a fanciful flights of entitlement. Rather than working our way to the top, we demand increases in minimum wage. The people of Hong Kong have better health care. They have better education. They are more physically fit than Americans. If only they knew the truth. The fact is that the people of hong kong worship the ideals of what we used to be but no longer are the chinese citizens are protesting the extradition for wrong thinking for expressing ideas of freedom and cri criticisms of tyranny on the internet the u.s through google is implementing the same social credit system along with a security score all under trump's watch okay just like what we find in communist china Someone should tell the people of Hong Kong that they are striving to become what we were, not what we have become. It is obvious that our founding fathers and the World War II generation that they are willing to die, that they were willing to die for their cherished freedoms. Americans are sleeping through the implementation of tyranny. When William Barr refused to prosecute Comey, there should have been 10 million Americans in the streets the next day. The fact that the Wicked Witch of Arkansas is still walking free today should put 100 million people in the streets. But what really matters is what time is Dancing with, with the Stars this fall. Meanwhile, and that's sarcasm obviously, meanwhile the Mark of the Beast system is being installed in our country by big tech and the government is behind it. Trump has said he intends to use social credit scores to determine who can own a gun. 
which is essentially the same thing that, you know, China is doing. The same principle, at least. So this is Dave speaking. He says, when I was training to become a therapist, meaning I have evidently some type of um, uh, psychologist, I guess. When I was training to become a therapist, I was required to have seven years of education. I had to maintain a 3.5 GPA. Mine was 3.97. I had to serve and pass a practicum. Then I had to do the same with a supervised internship at a clinical facility. He's, he's making a point here, and I think it's a really good point. Uh, then I had to pass my boards and get someone that would hire me and supervise me for two years. I had to do all these things in order to be qualified by law to diagnose and treat a mental illness. And then I could only do so under a very strict set of protocols, ethics, and state laws. But now in America, Trump and the Congress is going to let big tech determine from your social media posts, like which is actually your social credit score, who is actually mentally ill. I cannot begin to express to you what an outrageous violation of the public trust that this practice will be. Big tech uses Wikipedia to overlay Facebook and YouTube posts with their leftist brand of censorship as if Wikipedia is some kind of valued resource. Wikipedia is so unprofessional that no self-respecting college will let the students cite and document from Wikipedia. It's a literary joke. So when YouTube announces that they have an army of censors, how professional will they actually be or how qualified? Carry this out to the extreme. Big tech will use these questionable, untrained, uneducated, unqualified, and most likely extremely liberal uh, personnel, and they're going to be the ones performing a third-party diagnosis of mental health based on your social media posts. This is worse than what the Soviet Union did in the 1970s when they declared that you, if you disagree with the government, you had political schizophrenia and were let off to the gulag. America's going to go down the same path. But our new mental health professionals are a bunch of self-indulgent millennials who live in their mother's basements eating hot, hot pockets, playing video games, while calling those that they disagree with mentally ill. And what is America doing about this extreme bastardization of the mental health system? Nothing. This is why the people of Hong Kong are my heroes. They have the intestinal fortitude to fight for their internet freedom. They have lived under tyranny long enough to know when their free speech is gone. Concentration camps are not far behind. That's why they built that that bridge last year they just got it completed like we talked about in the last study that was the last thing they had to do they're supposed to be free until 2048 i believe no they completed that bridge from china to hong kong last year to roll in all the armaments all the tanks all the things they're doing right now in order to annihilate and kill as many of these protesters and then extradite the ones that they can extradite back to Hong Kong to the re-education camps. That's why they did it. And we're going down the same road in America. Going further, um, we are traveling down the same path. How can Trump not see this? How oh, he does see it and he loves every second of it. The Communist Chinese Party or the CCP decided that they would begin to extradite the citizens of Hong Kong for repeated violations of the social credit system. Again, yeah. And again, it'll happen here in America where you'll be extradited to the to the concentration camps for your social credit score. If you're up there posting about, you know, whatever, Second Amendment, whatever's against the government, okay? That's what's going to get you on the list. And I, I know I'm oversimplifying it, but by the time, uh, unfortunately, Chinese were too late, by the time the CCP acted, 
the organizational structure of the Hong Kong rebellion had been established. Remember, it's always better and more efficient to prevent a problem before it starts. Now the CCP, CCP is facing an enemy that is determined and organized. When a city the size of Hong Kong can put two million protesters in the streets, it speaks to their collective will, none of which would have been possible without the internet. Unfortunately for the people of Hong Kong, they're soon going to realize why the Second Amendment was written. The streets of Hong Kong are soon going to become a bloodbath. I mean, let's pray it doesn't happen, but, you know, if things are left on their current course, I would have to agree. At the, at the end of the day, we will see people with knives and homemade bombs, because they don't have any Second Amendment there, battling well-armed combat troops with tanks and armored personnel carriers, leading to the invasion of Hong Kong. And I really do believe that a lot of the footage we see over there of these people in airports and stuff attacking Chinese or the Hong Kong police, I believe those are paid agitators. Being put there, just like Antifa, in order to create the narrative that the protesters are violent, that they you know they're trying to be as patient as they can the the, the chinese communists and, and the hong kong police they're trying to be as patient as they possibly can but look these guys are out of control you know they they got to be reined in and we're going to do whatever it takes so that's my that's my take on it at least uh going further it says and the true and true to the nature of the ccp they will not be taking people to jail there will be no prisoners so to speak, just bodies and a lot of dead bodies. Well, you know, I don't know about that, but I, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of dead bodies, but I'm not saying they're not going to take a lot of people off to the re-education camps if they can get them alive. The old saying is freedom is never free because then they could kill them in the, in the concentration and then harvest their organs, which is one of the main businesses China has. Their dead bodies are not worth near as much as, especially if they're young, and most of these protesters are young, their organs are worth far more. So I would think they would try to take as many of them alive as they could. So ultimately, they could harvest their organs. And the only way you can do really harvest the organs right is you do it when they're alive. And they've got mobile execution vans in China where they will bring you in and they, they, you, they bring you in and they harvest your organs while you're alive, which is the same thing that goes on when you donate your organs in the United States. They have to get the organs out of a live person and they cannot use anesthesia because that will taint the organs. Okay, so when your loved one gives those organs, just understand they're getting the organs harvested when they're alive. Now, I understand if they're brain dead in a coma, okay, that's one thing. But, you know, I'm just saying, and you're feeding that unbelievably wicked, and I've done many studies on this, the whole thing about the, or, the organ transplant industry. It is as wicked and evil and satanic to the core as you can possibly get. Just key an organ transplant at contendingfortruth.com or organ transplantation, organ donors, I don't know, any of those keyword searches, you, you should find them. I mean, it is, it is beyond horrific, the organ transplant industry. Don't ever put that organ, I'm an organ donor, on your, on your driver's license. You get into an accident, you could stub your toe in an accident if you're any kind of, if you're incapacitated in any way, shape, and form, and you get with the wrong doctor, you know, he could just, he could miss, he could, do some false diagnosis on you next thing you know you're dead or you're brain dead and you're having your organs harvested because of what you said on your on your um id i mean that's a fact i've and i've validated that over and over i've got whole files on that as well anyway he's saying there will be no prisoners to so speak just bodies lots of dead bodies the old saying freedom is never free was never more true than it is in hong kong however i see the beginnings of a viet 
Kong style rebellion from Hong Kong. I was sent a tweet by a journalist who witnessed a firebombing of a CCP official two days ago. And again, are those paid paid agitators that are doing that? You know, I I would kind of have a because that's going to give the Chinese communist devil government the excuse to ratchet up things. They want that. Uh, the people will not succumb to tyranny, unfortunately, for America. You've already raised the white flag. Remember, they first come for your... And again, you know, I think he's 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 acting like nobody's going to resist tyranny or whatever in America. Okay? And, and I, don't, I don't agree with that. But Dave's acting like it's over. And so just, you know, give up. And, and, which is my biggest problem with Dave Hodges is that... Did you see any mention of God here at all? Is there one mention of the Lord Jesus Christ and God always protects a remnant and seek him while he may be found and, you know, the Lord is my strength. Seek his face. Seek his strength, as the Bible says. No. And that's my biggest problem with Dave Hodges. Because rarely, every once in a while, you'll see it. But mostly it's absolute total. We're going to die and we're going to die tomorrow, so why bother? That's, I mean, you come away feeling that way reading his reports ultimately most of the time so remember that you they first come for your free speech first amendment and then they come for your means of self-protection second amendment then they come for you unfortunately the genocide that is on the verge of visiting hong kong will be coming to a neighborhood near you and again dave thanks for the totally no hope we're all going to die tomorrow but again it's valid what he's saying but it's almost like god doesn't exist when you read that and I'm not about creating this doom and gloom. Yes, I report on the most hardcore stuff, but I'm always trying to point people back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray Psalm 64, you know, which you're asking God to, to literally make you invisible to your enemies. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, which is how, you know, it starts out. So... God's perfectly capable of doing that. But if you if all you're ever reading is how we're going to die tomorrow and how Big Brother's going to get you and how, you know, you're going to be taken to a concentration camp and that's your only mindset, well, as a man thinketh, so is he. So that's why I try to interject a lot of positive Bible verses about the protective hand of God into my studies so that that is there. But I'm also a watchman. I'm also reporting on end times truth. And, and, and so it's a, it's a real balancing act. It's not easy to do. <laughs> uh, but it's, that should be our mindset. Next report. Australia is engaged in a massive season of guns through Operation Athena. Their government now is going around and they're bragging that they're executing door-to-door -door searches for arms. And in one this is in Australia. They have uh, taken over 475 guns in the last few months, and they're bragging about it. And they said, if we catch you, you're going to jail for a long time. Congratulations, Australia. You just made your crime rate go up, and your citizens are going to be less likely to be able to defend themselves against a tyranny in government and also an invasion from China real possibility and if you've listened which is a very distinct possibility i read a report about australia the other day that um there was there's been this gigantic run there's a gigantic influx of chinese into australia in the, in the previous i don't know 
decade or two or whatever and and there's a sizable population of i would i would term them fifth column embedded trojan horse chinese there okay and remember australia is basically disarmed so that's you know they're they're ripe for the picking and uh and that happened quite a while ago and there was this weird report i saw the other day where the chinese that are there are buying up especially the ones that have families because they're told go go to australia and you know have as many kids as you possibly can just like the muslims try to do when they invade countries and but in their case they're they're trying they're raping the the typically the, the white women there and, and the indigenous populations in order to to um make as many muslim babies as they possibly can and i know they'll come up muslim babies but you know if they come out and and that's their um uh if that if that woman has been taken in under this whole muslim devil death cult well then they're going to be raised muslim well anyway the chinese are there and there's this recently they've like had this gigantic run on like baby formula and diapers and a lot of like these this non the this really essential stuff that you would want to have if things went dark like if everything shut down and it's almost like the chinese there are in the know and the australians will look around they can't really figure out why why are the chinese buying up all like the diapers and the baby and there's other things they're buying too the, the essential things that that you know you would need if the lights went out and you might not have them for months on end so yeah i the uh, australia th this is going on all over the world the 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 implementation of the new world order my gee all the baby food and the diapers are disappearing in australia yeah well, you know what i'm talking about there yeah. that's it for the common sense show thank you so much for joining us we really do appreciate so that was i know is extremely dave does 30 second reports now and I just, it's maddening because that's like a two minute and 30 second video and it's about 30 seconds of content there. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I wanted to at least mention that um, for any listeners I might have in Australia. Uh, next report, Soros, George Soros, Satan himself, spends nearly $9 million lobbying, now targets guns. Billionaire financier wants to make gun companies liable for criminal acts by third parties. Liberal billionaire George Soros ad advocacy uh, organizations are lobbying lawmakers on Capitol Hill to repeal an act protecting firearm manufacturers from liability for gun crimes. So they want to try to sue all the firearm manufacturers out of existence for supposedly a gun crime. So somebody winds up with one of their guns on the streets. And it could have been a gun, you know, uh, obviously if it's like a criminal or something, they could have bought it illegally illicitly whatever winds up in their hands so you sue the the gun manu it'd be like if you bought a knife and it's just say it's a steak knife then they sell it at sears okay and somehow that steak knife somewhere along the lines ends up being the weapon of choice for some serial killer that goes out there and uses that you you sue the steak knife manufacturer for all it's worth because they're the one they're the problem okay they're the problem well what happens if they use a rock well are you going to sue god because you know god made the earth right the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof, and all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made you know according to first john john chapter one i'm sorry 
in reference to Jesus Christ. So you're going to sue the creator of the rock? Or what if somebody, you know, um, I don't know, fashioned a stick, whittled it down and, and stabbed a whole bunch? Are you going to sue the creator of the tree? Where does this, where does this madness end? Well, unfortunately, it doesn't until Jesus Christ comes back. Uh, but this is this is where we're moving now. Uh, so, the Open Society Policy Center is a Soros's DC-based nonprofit that works on domestic and international policy and is affiliated with a much larger Open Society Foundations. They're poured nearly nine million into lobbying a range of issues, and guaranteed every one of those are some advancing some type of satanic agenda the nine million soros group reported spending 2.6 million on lobbying lobbying throughout the first quarter covering international military and appropriations issues these are all taking away our guns in addition the center moved into gun control and reported lobbying on issues related to uh a bill to repeal the protection of loss lawful commerce in arms act that act was passed as a bulwark against frivolous lawsuits attempting to hold gun companies responsible for criminal acts committed by third parties. So, you know, the gun somehow winds up in the hand of a in the hand of a criminal and you sue the gun company for ever making it in the first place. It's absolute asinine, total red level insanity. And this is sometimes decades after the first legal sale of the firearm. Unbelievable. World shocked by Trump administration's plan to spy on all Americans and confiscate our guns. The Trump administration is considering a launching a social credit score style system in coordination with big tech that would use spy data collected from Amazon, Google, and Apple devices to determine whether or not an individual can own a gun. Okay, again, this is not an endorsement of Alex Jones. I'm just using this purely for the content because there are some issues. He's the only one really covering it. He's got, you know, millions and millions in budgets and alternative. He won't ever say anything about the synagogue of Satan, ever. Okay, and again, I'm not throwing all Jews under the bus. I'm saying the synagogue of Satan. I'm saying the Illuminati, Kabbalistic, Talmudic factions of the synagogue of Satan. That's who I'm a reference to. He'll never, ever call them out. Never does. So, but on these types of issues, he's typically on top of it. About incredible censorship, incredible in the world. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're... Okay, sorry, I messed up on that one. I'm going to go ahead and, and restart it again here. Incredible authoritarianism. Well, now, DrudgeReport.com is top-linked, the big, giant link, social credit score to determine who can buy a gun. President Trump, according to the Washington Post, is saying that they want the devices... Your Alexa from Amazon, uh, your Google Assist, all the systems from Facebook to listen and watch you. And if you say something violent or dangerous, all of it sent back live time to DARPA and big tech with a new agency called HARPA with Health and Human Services. And then extrajudicially, you will lose your guns under red flags and or you can't buy a gun. And I said it when I started the broadcast. If Trump supports this, then he needs to be impeached. Violates the Fourth Amendment due process. The shooter in Florida last year, Mr. Cruz, 
threatened 44 times to kill people at the school. The police were called 44 times. The FBI twice. We had our early warnings. But he wasn't even the shooter, though. The kill team that went in there. We proved that. But he was the obvious patsy that they pointed to after it was all said and done and over. He wasn't the one that did it, though. I, 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 re, I did a, probably two different reports on that, disproving the official narrative of that guy. All these shooters wouldn't have been stopped with this, but what it is is the rollout of all the devices admittedly listening to everybody. And I'm going to go over all those articles for the rest of the hour with Paul Joseph Watson, who wrote the story that's up on DrudgeReport.com. And this is a human action. If everybody can share that link and make this the biggest story in the world, then we can really have a debate about this because you ever wondered how they're going to roll out the fact they're listening to all of us? The privatization of NSA spy grid making Orwell blush. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. You opt in. They do this. And, well, let's be clear, Paul. They say Trump is starting to support this. I have the quotes here. And then, obviously, they say Ivanka is pushing this. And the guy proposing it is one of Trump's best friends. Of course, he's just the front guy for DARPA. They admit that. So that's why this is so dangerous. And I think Trump is uh, giving it ear. This is the total Big Brother acceptance. This is the AI surveillance grid takeover. This is the global social score. This is the end of due process. This is, uh, I mean, I've got to think that the Washington Post is engaged in deception. But regardless, I don't want to hate Ivanka Trump or Jared Kushner. Everybody keeps saying they're in bed with Google. Well, Google's proposing this. Apple's proposing this. Tim Cook goes out to dinner with Kushner uh, and, and Ivanka. So all I can say is, hey, guys, I, I don't want to live in Brave New World meets THX 1138 meets Gattaca uh, meets uh, a nightmare system. Paul Joseph Watson, this is an incredible moment in 2019. Well, exactly, Alex. And it goes back to 2006, literally 13 years ago when we came out with the first big report government industry to use computer microphones to spy on 150 million Americans. That was an article that we put out September 2006, almost to the day. It was September 6, predicting everything that would happen. Of course, in 2013, just before the rollout of Google Home, Amazon Echo, and Alexa, these home hub devices that listen to your conversations and basically surveil your entire existence to help you with you know, telling you what food you should buy and how to get to work the best route possible and stuff like that. Right as they were releasing those, or like a year before, Google engineering director Scott Huffman came out and said that it was eventually designed to be a chip in your brain. He literally put out in an article for the London Independent, December 2013, which we reported on as well, called Conspiracy Theorists at the time for doing so, no doubt. Quote, Google believes it can ultimately fulfill people's data needs by sending results directly to microchips implanted in its users' brains. Now, of course, not everyone's going to accept an implant in their brain, Alex, so they're probably going to, you know, make it a little tattoo that you can get on your wrist, make it cool, make it trendy, make the early adopters encourage the rest of the sheep to get branded with this technology. And it brings it up to today, Alex, where we've got this Harper proposal by the Trump administration being reported on by the Washington Post, where they want to catch early diagnosis of neuropsychiatric violence, how are they going to do it? By measuring your physiological levels, your biological levels via Apple Watches, Fitbits, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. How are they going to do that? They're going to measure the aggression, the anger in your voice, because as we know, these home hub surveillance devices record conversations. 
I pulled up this headline, Alex, from October last year, where they'd already prepared this. Amazon wants Alexa to detect when you are sick and sell you meds. They put out they've got the patent already, which says the upgrades would allow Alexa to detect abnormal physical conditions such as sore throats and coughs, and even psychological ones such as an excited emotional state or a sad emotional state. So they've already got the patent for the technology. Now, Javanka, the globalist alliance, is saying that this could be used to prevent Americans from buying guns. Now, when he says Javanka, that's Ivanka and Jared Kushner. They they refer to them as, as this satanic hybrid duo in that phrase. Because those surveillance devices could detect anger, could detect Paul, stay a slippery staff down, the, down uh, to, a, to a level of resentment where people are too angry, too hyper to be able to buy guns. This is frightening. Paul... I want people to pull back and understand. I'm going to show people later in the in the, in the, in the last segment of this hour when you're with me, the actual original MIT documents where they laid all this out right on the timeline. They're following it exactly. It sounds like science fiction. We're in the year 2019. They are admitting that everything you do, your interactions with your children, your interactions with your mate, your significant other, everything, and then there's no judge, no jury. It's all psychiatrists and bureaucrats and SJWs in big tech interfacing with u.s intelligence that will just claim you're violent or you're bad and pre-crime and disappear you mm -hmm. this is beyond minority report this is beyond any novel any movie this is because truth is stranger than fiction this is just so tyrannical out of the gates and then to know that because it's in the washington post ivanka trump admits she's pushing this so I'm sorry, Ivanka, I mean, this is the whole architecture. It's always been meant to do this. Now it's here. We've got to form a global debate and say no to this. Oh, Trump, Trump's 100% on board, okay? So he's still trying to, to kind of ride the Trump train a little bit more. And, I mean, he always, what he'll always do is so call Trump out, and then he's back on the Trump train the next day. So I've seen, that's what I've seen Jones do over and over again. So bear bear that in mind. Precisely, because we know where it's going, Alex. In China, the government just bragged that they'd restricted 2.5 million people in the month of July alone from buying plane tickets because they had bad social credit scores. You've got all these apologists out in the Western media saying, oh, it's just to ensure good behavior. Literally 2.5 million people plus 90,000 people in China cannot travel, cannot buy plane or train tickets because of what? Well, here's the list. Bad driving, smoking on trains, buying too many video games, buying too much junk food, buying too much alcohol, calling a friend who has a low credit score. So if you're friends with someone who misbehaves, that impacts you. Posting fake news. What is fake news? Anything that disagrees with the mainstream media. Criticizing the government. Visiting unauthorized websites. Walking your dog without a leash. Letting your dog bark too much. They even talk about preventing people and have prevented people in China from using dating websites. Literally micromanagement of every facet of your and life. And it's in place so now. 1.4 billion people are already under it. Our tech giants built it. It's coming here. And who's resisting it? Matt Drudge, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, the American people. Matt Drudge, really? Seriously? And again, these are the same people he's citing that won't call out anything about Trump's ties to the synagogue of Satan and all that other stuff. They won't, they won't touch any of that. So ultimately... You know, at the end of the day, they're part of the problem. <laughs> wow. This isn't a science fiction movie, folks. You're in it. It's 2019. Stay with us.
challenge. Your birthright, your freedom, everything's being stolen. And the big pharma medical combine that forces all these tainted vaccines on us and all this GMO garbage and all the fluoride to lower our IQs on record, they give us all the glyphosate so our wives and daughters and grandmothers all get breast cancer and get chopped up. That's up multi-thousand percentage points. These same people don't want you to be able to question any of this with their medical tyranny. And so a year ago, Amazon and Alexa came out and said, we want to be involved in your medical life. And Alexa is going to be watching you and listening to you and calling the police on you. They're all doing it. It's been the plan since the beginning. I'm going to show you all the documents next hour and some next segment. We're going back to Paul Watts. Okay, so I just wanted him to get that last little part in there. So uh, let's go further. Red flag abuse insanity already in motion. So there, there's already lots of evidence that this is um, the insanity of the red flag abuse has already started. All right, everybody, we're here to talk about red flag abuse. I've been saying for so long, not just myself, but other uh, YouTubers out there, other gun advocates and other Second Amendment advocates, we've all been telling everybody who is would listen how dangerous red flag legislation is and how dangerous it's already been and what it will do and a lot of people when they especially if they're anti-gun they're for this stuff they think this is going to fix the world this is the elixir that will fix everybody's problems mass shootings uh, people with ill intent etc however just last week alone i'm going to tell you about three instances where the red flag laws were abused and destroyed the lives of the people that were the subject of them now I have notes because this is specific and there's no way I could remember all the facts for each one. So bear with me if I read off this. I apologize, but I want to be accurate. This is all from the last 7 to 10 days of August, okay? Um, so a Connecticut man whose name was Brandon Wagshall, who was 22 years old, was red flagged for sharing a meme. A meme he shared. And it was about the Alphabet Boys, DEA. ATF, FBI, uh, coat hanger sears, and belt-fed boogaloo toys. Now, if you don't know what the boogaloo is, uh, <laughs> I might get red flagged for telling you, uh, so look it up, but it's a you know, shit-at-the-fan type thing where you have to defend yourself against government. I also guess I should say disclaimer, uh, because I'm talking about red flag scenarios that have proven bad for things that people say, I am in no way uh, suicidal or... Uh, and intend to do any harm to anybody. I'm just simply reporting the news and the facts, and I'm going to use quotes. So if anybody, yeah, you know what I mean. So he shared this meme. He didn't author it. It wasn't even his. He just shared it. He didn't make any threats at all. However, someone viewed the meme as threatening and alarming. And because of that, he was red flagged and arrested and currently sits in jail on $250,000 bond, a bond that he can't even post until after his September 6th hearing. After. This is due process. Where is it? They said it was built into these laws. <laughs> but we know that there isn't. So this guy has said he has had no desire for any type of mass shooting or anything like that. All the weapons seized from his home were legally owned and registered to his father. They're not even his guns. He doesn't even have guns. However, because he's in the same house and has access to them, the father lost his guns. The feds also took, uh, illegally seized, because this is an illegal uh, law, uh, they took body armor, which is legal to own. They took a camo shirt, which is legal to own. Uh, camo pants and a belt, all legal to own. A ballistic helmet, 
Again, legal to own, tactical gloves, a camouflage bag, and several computers. All legal to own. A red flag. Supposed to be, in the writing of this, just for, for people who want to hurt themselves or others and have the direct means to do so. So they're taking all kinds of things that aren't even guns. All this over a friggin' meme! Now, the dad has to petition the court to get his guns back, which he might not get. And this kid was banned from the college he's attending. His life is ruined because of a meme. Whew. That's just the first one. The second one will make your blood boil. This is just a couple days ago. A former Marine in Portland, Oregon was red flagged after comments he made at a public anti-Antifa uh, uh, protest. Uh, Shane Cofield, 32 years old, was not charged with any crime because he didn't violate any, any laws, but uh, the police confiscated his weapons after he said, and I am using a quote, everybody, okay? His quote was at a protest that if Antifa gets to the point where they start killing us, I'm going to kill them next. I'd slaughter them and I have a detailed plan on how I would wipe out Antifa. Now, Antifa is a group that constantly threatens people, constantly beats people to within inches of their lives, and nothing is done about it. Nothing. You know why? Because they're part of the propaganda, they're part of the left agenda, and they're helping to have guns removed from law-abiding citizens. Now, don't forget, Antifa had a huge call out to their members nationwide to start arming themselves. Maybe they should be red flagged. Now, as a result of this red flag, Cofield, who has served two tours of duty in Iraq, uh, has been committed to a veteran's hospital for 20 days, and he's been barred from participating in subsequent protests in Portland, Oregon, which is a direct violation of his First Amendment right, because you can't tell people they can't go to uh, public protests because of protesting. So not only does the red flag law in Portland, Oregon, violate and strip your Second Amendment, but it it takes away your First Amendment for the rest of your life as well. And remember, this is all done without one red cent of due process. I also want you to remember that the federal government is pushing as hard as they can from every angle to get a federal red flag. The third one. A Florida man was red flagged simply because he had the same name as a criminal. He was stripped of his Second Amendment rights because the police failed to differentiate between a law-abiding citizen and a common street thug. Jonathan Carpenter uh, received a certified letter from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services suspending his handgun permit for, quote, acts of domestic violence or acts of repeated violations. He had to go to court in Osceola County, and they told him, go speak to the sheriff. So he goes to the county sheriff, and then he gets a copy of the injunction. And on this injunction, the plaintiff says that she rented a room to Jonathan Carpenter, and his girlfriend. She alleged that Carpenter is a drug dealer who broke her furniture and sold her belongings without her permission. He had a gun and she feared for her life and wasn't sure if the gun was legal or not. So this person's life was turned upside down just like that and there's a problem. Carpenter has never ever met the complainant, never lived at the address listed on the red flag or the restraining orders, and he looked nothing like the subject. In question, the bad guy Carpenter, the suspect that they actually are looking for, is 5 foot 8, 110 pounds, with black hair, and is covered in tattoos. This Carpenter, the law-abiding citizen, is 5'11, 200 pounds, and completely bald with a couple tattoos. Even though it is easily evident that they have the wrong man, he still had to forfeit over his handguns, there's no hearing or any court proceeding, and the kicker in Florida, here's the kicker, his guns are to remain in the police custody until the plaintiff can say in a court of law 
that this is not the same guy. And currently, it's not even scheduled. Then, he has to petition a court to get his guns back, and he has to bear all costs involved. That sounds totally fair. Due process, my ass. This is just three instances from the last week and a half, and you know there are more. In fact, I'm going to start reporting on more of them because they're happening, and it's happening at a rapid pace now. This is a total end around around the Constitution to unarm uh, law-abiding citizens at all costs over completely false accusations. And there's no repercussion for the people who lodge them. Now, a question that I want everybody here who should be just as mad as I am, I want everybody to think of this. What happens to th these three men, these law-abiding citizens, should they have to defend themselves or the need arises where they need to defend themselves or others between now and their court dates. The government has let them down. The government has placed them at risk. We now live in a time where you have to prove your innocence in a country where you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. The whole Constitution, the Bill of Rights, everything has been flipped on its axis and we are in a world of hurt, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't think that this will continue at a rabid pace, you're living under a rock. Please share this. This has to get out. I promise you, as soon as I hit upload and you see this for the first time, it will be suppressed on every platform for obvious reasons, because this is the downright truth on the red flag, and it's happened to three people in a matter of days. Please pass this along. Please thumbs up it so it gets higher into that algorithm so people actually see it. I appreciate the fact that you helped me get this out. Until we see each other again, this is... So that's Guns and Gadgets. Sorry, he cussed a couple times. I just, I'm, I'm trying to process such amount of content now. Rapid fire. I just can't, I can't get all the cuss words that I, I try. It's just hard for me to, to, to ferret out all that. So I apologize. Um, all right, well, let's go to the next report here. Okay, so the next report uh, from uh, the Patriot Nurse it's just entitled red flag laws cattle cars i was just doing my job all over the country we are getting reports and they're in the news of course of people who have had their rights violated of course without due process people who have been deprived of their second amendment via the new red flag bills most recently in the news is a story of a marine veteran in oregon who was the latest casualty of these red flag laws. <clears throat> Mistake number one, of course, was that he talked and ran his mouth when interviewed by the FBI. Later, in Central Oregon, after visiting his family members, a team of officers of the local sheriff's department, as I understand it, surrounded him and served him notice that he was essentially the, the latest victim of the Oregonian unconstitutional red flag laws. He was taken into custody. He was committed to a VA psychiatric hospital, and he surrendered his AR-15, a pistol, another rifle, and I believe a shotgun. Friends, I want to remind us that the people who herded Jews and other dissidents onto cattle cars also had badges, and they were just doing their jobs. And they were not these people who were fully briefed on the totality of evil and genocide and annihilation that awaited their charges. They were told, in many cases, that it was, of course, perfectly lawful for them to take these dissidents into custody. Because in the case of the Jews, they were going to be resettled, right, or relocated, very polite term. But they complied 
these officers, these people with badges, these people with official you know, documents who were just doing their job, who I'm sure had families like everybody else and who were somebody's baby, they were people. Um, they committed and they were the hands that allowed some of the greatest evil in human history to have been committed because they were compliant. These were useful idiots with badges who were compliant. And friends, I have a lot of law enforcement and viewership law enforcement that you know support and watch my channel. And I also have a lot of friends in law enforcement. And of course, they would never do any of this. The good officers of the law, the people who are going to uphold their oaths to the Constitution are going to do exactly that. They will uphold their oaths to the Constitution. And if you are a law enforcement officer, I would encourage you that if you see this, that rather than participating in the execution of these red flag laws, rather than sitting idly by or just becoming a, uh, uh, a non-compliant person, that you become proactive in arresting any officer that would enforce this red flag law on the charge of extra this federal, federal statute for conspiracy to violate civil rights. The same spirit that herded people in cattle cars and that sent people off to gulags and that sent people to die in labor camps in Siberia under the Soviet communists, that is here today. The arm of local government and federal and state is doing what Antifa never could. Antifa, a domestic terrorist organization, can't go around and confiscate people's firearms. But local law enforcement federal law enforcement, state police, state law enforcement, they can execute and carry out, enforce these red flag laws. They are the ones who have the power to commit these acts. People can write, you know, legislators can make laws and put them on the books all they want to, but it takes the local and state and federal arms of the executive branches to carry them out, which means that it takes people. Yes, maybe like People that go to your church or people that you know or people that you grew up with, people that have families, they have families too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so did the officers that sent people to their deaths in Nazi Germany. They didn't do it in full cognizance. They were a piece of the puzzle. And that's how it always works. It takes willing, idiotic accomplices to go along, get along, because we don't want to risk losing our pension, to accomplish great evil. So friends, the way that I see it, I don't care what badge people may flash. The ultimate oath is to the Constitution, right, if you're a law enforcement officer. I don't care that they have families, and I don't care that they're members of the community. If they participate in red flag laws, they are the exact same types of people. History offers perspective on this, okay? Like, we celebrate Rosa Parks in her defiance of an unconstitutional and immoral law. Rosa Parks was facing a law that said because the color of her skin, she couldn't sit in a certain part of the bus. She's hailed as a hero for defying unconstitutional laws and immoral laws. But the underlying recognition is that not all laws are moral and not all laws are just. Amen. And if Rosa Parks is celebrated as a hero for defying a law as simple as don't sit here because you're black, 
how much more evil is there in complying with a law that says we are taking firearms away from people who have not committed a crime we are depriving them of due process we are confiscating their property we are submitting them to illegal and unreasonable search and seizure and we're stripping their second amendment away and i would argue also uh, cruel and unusual punishment because it can bankrupt you trying to to go through the court proceedings to get your property back that should never have been confiscated in the first place. I want you to face this and be honest with yourself about the historic times that we are in. And don't lie to yourself. And don't sit there and think, oh, gee, Patriot Nurse looks really tired. She must be. No, the issue ain't with me. I'm a normal one. And the viewers who watch me, I know your wheels are turning too. We ain't the ones who are screwed up. The world is screwed up. When you got law enforcement officers who took an oath to the Constitution and they are violating it, they're the domestic enemies. Not all law enforcement. Constitutional law enforcement and law enforcement that upholds the Constitution and their oath to support the citizens' rights, the Bill of Rights, they're your friends. But y'all, you're going to have to start policing your own. The thin blue line is going to have to start policing its own line. If you are a law enforcement officer and you know that something like this is about to go down, you should be arresting your fellow officers for conspiracy to violate civil rights. There are federal statutes. I'm sure there are state statutes as well. I can't look at all 50 of them, but I know there's a federal statute on the book for it. Cattle cars and red flag laws. Same spirit, different day. Hope it was helpful for y'all. If you enjoyed the video, please share it. Get the word out. You can also subscribe to me here on YouTube as well as support me on Patreon and Subscribestar as well as cryptocurrency. Okay, so we have that. Now, <clears throat> as she was saying that, I'm going to just reiterate. I've went over these verses before. It's been a little while, though. And I'm going to entitle the section Corrupt Governments in the Bible. What does the Bible have to say about this subject? Psalm 94.20 says, Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth, mischief by a law now the kjv translates the root word for frameth as fashion form and make meaning they make um they're fashioning they're forming they're making laws okay and then it translates the word mischief in the following manner iniquity misery painful perverseness sorrow toil travail trouble wearisome wickedness so when you read this verse, so shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, with, which frameth mischief by law. Framing means to form, fashion, or make, and mischief means basically wickedness, okay, and a lot of other things. So they're making, they're fashioning wickedness by a law. And that this is where we've come. The next verse reads, they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. And this is why our world governments overall are doing this it's they're framing mischief by law they're making wicked laws in order to ultimately gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous this is what they're, they're painting us all into a collective corner where you know we're taking away your first amendment we're coming after your your second amendment and then we're coming after you because they're gathering themselves together against the soul of the righteous that's why they're doing all this that's why they're they're positioning themselves and why they're framing all these wicked laws and condemn the innocent blood. 
But the next verse reads, But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. And again, that's what we need to focus in on. Not what Satan is doing, but what God is doing and what God is fully aware is going on. None of this is getting God by surprise. I mean, you know, John the Revelator was taken, you know, to the book of Revelation into the tribulation period, which is beyond where we're at right now and was shown that. God's fully aware. He stands outside of time. He knows what's going to happen. Next first, and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. I, to be quite honest with you, these are really good verses to claim and to pray. Because um, we need God to bring upon them their own iniquity and cut them off in their own wickedness. May their own tongues fall upon themselves. The Bible says God shall laugh at them. He shall have them in derision. Let them turn upon themselves and devour one another. There were battles in the Bible like that where they literally turned upon their own self. Let the very pit that they have dug, let them fall into it. These are all essentially scriptures in the Bible. And God shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I need to add this into my, my prayer thing <laughs> too need to add these verses in these are good very very good ver especially in today's day and age you could say well that's not nice okay well is it better that the wicked keep getting more wicked and keep prevailing and keep doing more wickedness and keep killing more babies and and you could say well that's going to happen in the well yeah but aren't we supposed to fight against it aren't we supposed to be salt and light are we supposed to fight to the bitter end? Even if even if our our destiny is is death, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now we go down fighting as Christians, good soldiers. In battle, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes, principles, you know that whole thing, and put on the full armor of God, and you know. Proverbs 29.4 says, The king by judgment established the land. A righteous king. Okay, But he that receiveth gifts, gifts overthrow it. Meaning somebody that's on the take, like essentially all of our politicians are, from special interest groups, and, and they're all blackmailed to the hilt anyway. Most of them are pedivores. They like eat children for fun, and drink their blood. That's how they got there. Okay, He that receiveth gifts overthroweth it what was it the land our land is being overthrown see the king by just judgment established the land the righteous king by just if you have a righteous king by just judgment he will establish the land it'll be righteous okay but he that receiveth gifts the king that receiveth gifts the politician that receiveth gifts he'll overthrow it it's exactly what's been done and is being done. Ecclesiastes 5.8. I, I put this into the PDF for today's teaching. These might be verses you want to print out. If thou seest the oppression of the poor and the violent perverting of judgment and justice in the province, isn't that what we see? Isn't that what I'm just reporting on now constantly? The violent perverting of judgment and justice in the land, essentially? Marvel not at the matter. For he that is higher than the highest regardeth. 
and there be higher than they, meaning they, meaning the ones that are violently perverting judgment and justice in the province. This is just judgment. God says when judgment, just judgment departs from the land, wickedness always comes in. It'll always, wickedness will always fill that vacuum if righteousness doesn't occupy a land. This is what we're seeing. The church abdicating its role, yoking up with the government, yoking up with the FEMA clergy response team, even worse. No backbone, lukewarm, overall, okay, overall. Not covering the types of issues we cover. I shouldn't have to have this ministry. That should be the, the church doing this. And you could say, well, not everybody's a watchman. I know, but a shepherd is a watchman, okay? A pastor should be a watchman over its flock. This, this ministry really shouldn't need, this should be going on to a certain extent every single week in churches in the world. And collective prayer, if collective prayer and fasting was going up over these issues, but like I cover every week, then, you know, things would be a whole lot different. But the Bible has to be fulfilled. The book of Revelation, 2 Thessalonians, other places in the New Testament, Daniel and, and other places in the Bible, those prophecies need to be fulfilled. So all of this was predicted, the falling away of the church, the apostasy, and then that wicked shall be revealed according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Proverbs 29, 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. A lot more mourning. You're going to see a lot more mourning. People are finally starting to kind of get the memo on Trump. It's hard, but some are. Some are starting to kind of get the memo. Genesis 6.11. Now, what did Jesus say? Well, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So right before Jesus' return, whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-rab, post-trib, whatever you are, that's the days of the coming of the Son of Man. We're in those days right before that the earth was also corrupt before god according to genesis 6 11 and the earth was filled with violence again we're talking about the purge and those types of things coming and what they're planning and just violence violent now it's what we should be expecting unfortunately and here's some related reports americans uh, believe government is corrupt elites serving only, only themselves Top 10 ways the U.S. government is the most corrupt government in the world. These are all reports you can click on. 75% of the U.S. Uh, populace sees widespread government corruption. The U.S. government is the most corrupt in history. Now, I did a teaching a long time ago called Romans 13, an unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? And again, I give you, I've, I've, I've went over this before, but if you want to know more about that, I'll give you the link there. Or just key in Romans in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Um, okay. I'm going to try to get in this last video here for this part. Coming to America under Trump, total gun confiscation, a warning to gun owners of the world. Okay, so this is a, this is a, this video is old, uh, but it's, man, is it, pertinent for the day and time we're living in. I never 
never thought that it would come to this. No, I didn't. Hey, we've had enough. Our way of life is threatened. And things these days are getting so out of hand because the government's are telling us what we can and what we can't do. Leave us. Leave us to choose our own rights. I'm worried because I might not be able to go shooting with my dad. They're, they're interviewing people walking on the streets in Britain after they had their guns taken away, and they're lamenting the fact that they've all been disarmed. Our livelihood, our way of life, employment, we're finished. It's as serious as that. This is what a disarmed country looks like. This is how little is left once free men and women surrendered their right to own a firearm. The silence was deafening marching like a defeated people thousands of shooters and sportsmen grabbing at one last chance to resist fighting for a freedom they had already lost i'm not doing it for shooting i'm doing it for freedom i don't care if i never fire another shot but i'm damned if i'm going to let my government make the decision for me my father once said to me that the day you hand your guns in that means that the country's no good to live in anymore no one really thought that they would take your rabbit guns and your duck guns. That just couldn't happen. It was an impossibility. So they wouldn't think they're going to take your rabbit guns or your duck guns. See, by inch by inch, it's a cinch. That's what we're seeing here is this incrementalism. But it's getting to the point where it's not even incremental anymore. It's just getting unbelievably flagrant and in your face. We thought no one would ever do anything to us. Um, we were wrong. Too bloody late now. Once the guns are gone, you're not going to get them back. Right. Giving into government by giving up their firearms. Gun owners were shamed into silence while politicians and the anti-gun forces moved swiftly. Turning two tragic shootings into legislative opportunities. It's showing all the, the gun owners there just turning in their guns. It becomes quite clear that if you want a safer society with lower gun violence, then you've got to reduce your gun ownership. Lies from the pit of stinking hell that is look at kennesaw georgia where every household is required to have one and when they did that the robbery rate and the murder rate went to zero and this was decades of this i don't know exactly what it's like now proven statistical facts the more good guys that have guns in their possession the less crime the less murder happens in great britain a total ban on handguns Within a year, storage rooms at police departments were filled with firearms. No matter how valuable or how rare, they were turned in by law-abiding citizens to be destroyed. The main thing that's been destroyed in the UK is democracy. We've had a vociferous minority hoodwink the media and the public into believing what they've done is right. We've basically accepted that our government possibly have a point to make. And I think that we should have told them very clearly that they do not. There's the old saying, if the good men stay silent, only the evil is heard. And the good men, we sat at home, all 60,000 of us, and we were silent. A very bad mistake. In Australia, it took just two weeks for an outright ban on all semi-automatic firearms and pump-action shotguns to become law. We're supposed to be in a democratic country here in Australia, but I'm starting to wonder about that now. How dare the government take away my gun? How dare they do that? Because I haven't done anything wrong. On May the 9th, I was allowed to own firearms. On May the 10th, I was a criminal if I didn't hand them in. And what did I do? Just because I happened to be a firearms owner, um, 
I'm, I happen to be some sort of potential murderer or, or some sort of monster. And uh, that's just not the case. It's the feeling of being a second-rate citizen. It's the feeling of being a Jew in Nazi Germany. That's the same feeling. Gun owners forced to surrender their firearms to the saw blade, the scrap heap, and the blast furnace. Strike the pen. And for collectors like Len Martin, all he has left is memories. Photographs of what freedom once felt like. A cult collection worth thousands of dollars, gone forever. My family fought for this country, for his rights, my rights, and they did it for nothing. Yep. Because what we've got now is, uh, I believe we're heading for a very, very, we're close to a dictatorship. But it's more than just losing a firearm. It's losing a tradition and a cherished right. And that's a loss that can never be reclaimed. That firearm was my father's. It, it, it was mine. It was going to be my son's. And they've taken it from me. And they shouldn't be allowed to do that. The chief of firearms in South Australia said to me, oh, you'd be happy with the money you got for your guns, wouldn't you? And I looked at him and said, you don't understand, do you? I don't want the money. I want my guns. I lost a, a Ruger 44 carbine rifle, which I use for pig shooting, and I lost a Rimfire 22 uh, semi-automatic, which is the first firearm my father ever gave me, uh, and that really hurt. A hurt that runs deep. Olympic shooters feel abandoned by their own government. Although they still compete beneath the flag of Great Britain, they've been forced to leave their homeland and practice in another country. <laughs> We purportedly live in a free country, but I can't live in my own country and do my own sport, which is an Olympic sport. Um, I have to go to another country, somewhere else in the world, and do it. So it, it flies in the face of British justice. It's, um, I, th I think it's appalling. I'm horrified at my own country. But gunsmiths and gun shop owners haven't only been robbed of their sport and their rights, they've lost their livelihood altogether. One by one, they will have no choice but to close. It's a sad way to end a hundred years of tradition because one of you know, the true icons of the sporting goods industry has been ruined by a government decision to, to just take away our firearms. They can just say, from tomorrow, you're only allowed to have one shotgun per person or if it suited them, no shotguns per person. And that's a hell of a loss, and we have lost that. Silence, which has led to submission, and even worse, division within the ranks. Now, gun owners in Australia and Great Britain will be the first to admit they only have themselves to blame. That's a very sad indictment, and our biggest enemy has been ourselves, and apathy. We did not stand up with pride at all. One of the biggest mistakes people can make is disunity. That will draw you down every time, and you can bet that the media and the politicians will try and exploit that lack of unity. And that's just what happened. Not only did gun owners submit to the political pressure and the non-stop media spin, they gave in to public pressure as well, turning in not just the guns that were banned, but all of their guns, and giving up on their rights altogether. We find a lot of people uh, that have been happy gun owners in the past are now giving up their licenses and uh, their sport and selling their firearms off. I've lost interest in the whole thing because of 
you know, the, the extra costs in keeping the guns and just the, the new regulations that have come in as well, it's all becoming too difficult. There's a lot, of, lot less young people shooting now because it's just so difficult. Um, a lot of older shooters are, are passing in the cars because, you know, they're, they're sick of being treated very poorly by the government. So, you know, I'm, I'm fairly worried that in a few years we won't be able to shoot at all. Sacrificing their rights for the politicians' false promise of a safer society. The thing that's really worrying is this gesture politics, the idea that you can ban one sort of gun or another and actually make the public safer. Of course, it's a nonsense. I understand that they are upset that they're losing their sport. I understand that. <laughs> it is the price that has to be paid for living in a safer society. Oh, yeah, says Satan. People believe that anyway, to be honest. Common sense dictates that no, they're not going to be any safer. The crime rate's not going to drop. No. The use of firearms by criminals uh, will still be there and they'll still obtain their firearms on the black market. Yep. And the black market is booming in Australia at the moment. I think the criminals are absolutely uh, rejoicing at the fact that all legal guns are taken out of circulation. Absolutely. And if you don't believe it, just look... And don't you think they'd want to do that prior to a real purge that we've been talking about? They want to make sure everybody, everybody's disarmed before, and only the criminals and the criminal government would have the guns in order for before they would want or let a purge happen. Too many people, good guys with with good guy bullets firing back at the bad guys. They don't want that. And what this street thug told us in London. There's a crock. It's made no difference whatsoever. I mean, the people in the street, they're going to get their guns anyway. No problem. Gun bans that won't make a difference, and gun owners struggling to stop. But they have that smug sense of self-security, knowing that when they break into a house, there's a very low likelihood there's only going to be any good guy bullets firing back at the bad guys who are going to have guns when they go in there and, you know, rob, steal, kill, and pillage. Momentum against them. It's not a question of what next. We already know what's next. They're already screaming about more bands. It hasn't stopped. It could well be shotguns next. It could well be rifles next. It might be both. And the end will be that they will probably ban all types of guns, all shotguns, which people enjoy. Uh, and then that's be that. There'll be no sport of shooting whatsoever. Gun owners who set themselves up for defeat. Oh, yes. I mean, we, we sat at home waiting for the truth to be told. The truth is never told. They not only lost their will to fight, but were willing to surrender what they know is rightfully theirs. It's a lesson learned the hard way, and their message to gun owners in America is simple. It will happen to you if you let it. You cannot sit back in your small hometown believing that the Browning A5 in the cupboard will be there forever. Once registration comes in and takes place, the police will know where it is and within five, ten, Notice he said once registration takes place, that's the key, is the gun registration. Registration precedes confiscation, precedes annihilation and genocide of that populace. Politically correct, they will come and get it. Don't let the American legislators put the shorthand of the wedge in, because once they find a way of doing it, and once it's successful, then they will do it time and time again. Yep. Stay strong. Um, don't budge one inch. As soon as they start to suggest a ban on one sort of gun or one type of gun, say no. Do everything you can to oppose it because it's just the beginning of a broad... Which is exactly what's occurring under Trump's watch like no other president we've ever had. And for God's sake, get behind the biggest organization 
like it. It's bigger. Well, the, if the biggest organization, though, is corrupt and gelded like the NRA, I, I don't agree. Can join the NRA. Keep no. the pressure on. If you don't keep the pressure on, there are people... The NRA is ultimately going to go along with this. You watch. Whose entire life is devoted to taking your rights away. Get off your butts and wake up. Read the writing on the wall. Join up and be with the strength now. It's too late when your guns are gone. You should never give up. Never, ever give up. So that was that was warning to gun owners of the world in, in America, essentially. I was there, and that's a very old video. I don't know how many years that old that is, but I was posted in 2012, and it looks. I mean, this, the footage looks like it's like 20 years ago. Um, all right, I'm going to try to get this last part in because I'm going to switch gears in the next part. So there's some related stories. Here's a link. Tell uh, House Republicans to oppose all gun control, House Committee to take up gun confiscation bill. Go to Gun Owners of America. I'd say they're the most proactive uh, of the organizations that I know of. And, you know, you know, call your senators, congressmen, president. Do that. They have online emails. And if, if there's no public outcry, and that's what they're gauging right now. They're gauging what kind of pushback. How, how far along are the sheeple people? Trump is looking at this. And his in his Luciferian handlers are looking at this and engaging of, of if they think they can pull this off. And as Congress comes back into session here, that's what they're going to be keen in in on and focusing in on is taking away all of our gun and they're gonna they're gonna try to get as much as they possibly can. Then they're gonna have more mass shootings and try to get more. That's how this goes, unfortunately, unless God steps in and intervenes. Uh Another one, action alert on, on gun control. Keep up the heat on Republican senators and President Trump. Red, another one, red flag, flag gun laws going to affect the Saturday in New York. Walmart to dramatically step back gun sales. No more handgun ammunition. Asking shoppers to stop openly carry. I mean, I would never go there anyway. Uh, but that's just more reason not to go to Walmart. Big Brother Mart, China Mart, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're, they're, not only that, you go into Walmart and they've got facial recognition cameras that are putting you in a database. That's, you know, that's what they're doing. Uh, next report, breaking. Feds demand Apple and Google hand over 10,000 plus user names of a gun scope app. If you own a rifle and got a scope to go with it, the U.S. government might soon know who you are and where you live and how to reach you. Again, this is all about, you know, registration, forced registration, and then confiscation. That's because the government wants Apple and Google to hand over names, phone numbers, and other identifying data of at least 10,000 users of a single gun scope app. Forbes has discovered. It's an unprecedented move. Never before has a case been disclosed in which the American investigators demanded personal data of users from a single app from Apple and Google and never has an order been made so public where the feds have asked Silicon Valley giants for info on so many thousands of people uh, in one go. According to the application for a court order filed by the Department of Justice on September 5th, investigators want information on users of, a, it's called Obsidian 4, a tool you use to control rifle scopes made by night vision specialist American Technology Network Corp. Now, they definitely don't want people having night vision, you know, uh, in any way, shape, or form, because that's that's a whole other extraordinary threat, because typically they're going to come in the night. They're going to stack right on your on your front door at 3 o'clock in the morning. They don't want you to have 
and they might cut your power. They don't want you to have night vision. They want you to be as helpless as possible. So that's why they would really want to key on anybody that has night vision. Um, the app allows gun owners to get a live stream, take video, and calibrate their gun scope from an Android and iPhone device, according to the... And again, this is all confirmation of what I told everybody in the past. Get rid of your smartphones. Get rid of all anything connected with Google, Apple, and all this other stuff. Don't let them know about you. Make yourself as small of a target as possible. Go old school. Don't make it easy for the devil to get all this information on you. You know, don't buy smart appliances. Try to just be as old school as you can. I've done it for years. You can do it. Um, the problem is, is everybody's so used to doing it, I guess. But you know, here we go. I mean, you know. According to the Google Play page for Obsidian 4, it has more than 10,000 downloads. Apple doesn't provide download numbers, so it's unclear how many iPhone owners could be swept up in this later, latest government data grab. They're, this is all pre-positioning. They're, 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 they're compiling their databases. That's what we're going to be talking about in the next part. The, 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 next, the next part is going to be... I mean... Some of the most bombshell information I have ever uncovered, ever reported on, ever. And it confirms every single thing that we've been talking about. All under Trumpy boy. If the court approves the demand and Apple and Google decide to hand over the information, which they will, it could be... It could include data on thousands of people who have nothing to do with crimes being investigated. Oh, it's a crime. You have night, night vision. Data privacy activists warned. Eden Omanovic, lead on um, lead on privacy international state surveillance program, said it would set a dangerous precedent and scoop up huge amounts of innocent people's personal data. Such orders need to be based on suspicion and be particularized. This is neither, he said. So yeah, that's where we're at right now. Now I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, and we will go to part two next. God bless you, and see you in part two. And stay tuned for a little. Uh, notification if you want to keep us in the game. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R truth.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson. 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.